I don't know if brainwash is the right word, but we've been told for decades and decades and decades that, oh, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket when I get to retirement. And that may be the case. It definitely still happens. But the general trend is, and again, I want to speak for everybody, but the general trend of people I've sat down with is they're either in the same tax bracket. If they are in a lower tax bracket, it is the difference is very, very small, or they're even in a higher tax bracket when they get to retirement. Welcome to the Perfect Game Retirement Podcast with former professional baseball player and now financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management, Ryan Ledman. This show will help you make the right financial decisions so you can pitch a perfect game in retirement. Here's the windup and the delivery. Welcome into Perfect Game Retirement, the podcast that talks quite a bit about retirement planning, uh, different financial topics. And today, we got one that Ryan's pretty passionate about. It is Roth conversions. I, I don't know that I've ever said that about anybody passionate <laughs> about Roth conversions, but that's really what you are, right? <laughs> yes, that makes me sound like a complete nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to make you sound bad. But I mean, hey, if somebody's coming to you, this is what they want you to be passionate about, I'm sure. That's right. That's right. My wife wonders every day uh, how I do what I do. But that's, hey, it's different strokes for different folks. <laughs> so today we're going to go everything you need to know about Roth conversion. So we're going to really dive in deep on the Roth conversion. So if something you've considered doing or heard about maybe before, but don't know a lot more beyond just kind of what you've seen in headlines or, or heard somebody mention, we're going to really get into it today. And I think it's a really good topic because this seems to be the way things are trending uh, quite a bit across the industry and across really retirement planning and financial planning. So this should be a really good topic today. Uh, well, Ryan, how are things going, man? I know the podcast still pretty early. Uh, you guys gotten some feedback. Uh, friends listen to you. Yeah, great feedback so far. Um, they're, they've been impressed with uh, how I can speak on the podcast. <laughs> and I say, uh, hey, it's the magic of, of editing. I, it's nothing that, that I'm doing. It's uh, technology is, is helping me out a, a good deal. Well, cool. Well, glad. I'm glad to hear it. Uh, looking forward to to continue rolling this thing along. And I think we had a couple of good episodes coming up over the next uh, few weeks. So if you haven't hit subscribe, make sure you do so on Apple Podcasts, wherever it is you listen to Perfect Game Retirement. And again, I'll remind you too that Ryan uh, is a president and financial coach at Black Oak Asset Management. Uh, they serve the entire Atlanta area. They're Main office is in Alpharetta, but also an office in Cartersville as well. So if that's more convenient, you can reach out to them and uh, schedule a time, but also find them online at blackoakam.com. Uh, so let me, before we get into our main topic today, I want to pull out a little getting to know you question. It's getting to know you time. So every, uh, every episode or, or so, we will a little getting to know you question to Ryan to kind of find out what his life's like away from finance and nerding out about Roth conversions. And today we've got a good one. Uh, I'm curious about this one because you grew up in all around sports and I know there's always coaches will have a lot of discipline, but I want to find out what the worst punishment from your parents ever was. Uh, that's, <laughs> I got to put some context to this first okay. <laughs> uh, before I say my worst punishment. Um, so if you would hear my sister um, answer this question, she would make fun of me because uh, I was the golden child and I never got in trouble. Uh, that's not the case at all. But so the worst punishment was a punishment that wasn't lengthy in time or anything like that. It was my mom who she, God rest her soul. She has passed away. She passed away about 14 years ago from a long, long battle with cancer. But she was a, just the sweetest uh, lady that you can imagine. 
Well, one day I was probably a 12 or 13 year old. And, and that kind of just speaks for itself right there <laughs> uh, with that age. But I was in the garage. I can't remember specifically what I was doing, but obviously I said something smart to her and she came back to me and said, who do you think you are? Right. Okay. Pretty, pretty common comeback from a parent. And I sat there and I didn't know how to answer the question. So she says it again. And I'm thinking, what do I say here? What is she really wanting a response? Well, she says it again. <laughs> and so my undeveloped brain uh, came <laughs> back with Ryan Ledden. <laughs> and I could just tell as soon as those words came out of my mouth that I wish I could have shoved them back in, but I couldn't. And it was like a slow walk, slow motion walk over to me. And my mom never, ever laid a hand on me ever in my life, except for this one time. And she flat out slapped me across the face and I could see it coming. I, it's like I was, I couldn't move. And I saw this hand come up, boom, right across my face, which I 100% deserved. So <laughs> I'm glad she did it. But at the time, I'm like, oh my gosh, my mom just slapped me across the face. And I'm a fairly big guy. I'm I'm 6'4", and my mom was like 5'6". So she was a much, much smaller lady in stature, but she's still my mom. Slaps me across the face, and I probably stood in my tracks for 30 minutes. <laughs> just sat there <laughs> completely dumbfounded. I'm sure my mom went inside and cried her eyes out. I don't know probably, for certain yeah. if she did, but <laughs> she's probably so upset. But I swear to this day, I mean, I feel like I'm a pretty humble guy and I swear the roots come back to that moment when she slapped me across the face. It wasn't, I, I didn't really realize what the lesson was at the time. I just was dumbfounded that I just got slapped across the face. But yeah. as I'm at 42 years of age now, I'm like, yep, I 100% deserve that. And I think a lot of my groundedness comes from that singular moment in my childhood. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, I was thinking when you were saying like the slow motion because we all as kids remember those specific moments. I always think of the movie The Christmas Story when he oh, yeah. when he drops the F bomb and it's like in slow motion and he sees like the punishment coming. That's how I picture that it is, happening. That is a great perfect example of that incident. Well, that's great. Well, thanks for sharing that story. Um, and we'll uh, remind your sister that you did get some punishment as a kid. Uh, some pretty significant one, apparently. So yes, good right. story. Uh, well, let's move into our main topic and it's on Roth conversions today. And the reason, one of the reasons why we chose to go this route, not only does Ryan believe in these quite a bit and, and work with this quite a bit with clients, but also it's been a big topic of conversation with the new Secure Act as well, because it's been become really a strategy for people that are trying to avoid passing down their money and and having a lot of tax burden for their kids. And it's become it's come up a lot in conversations. So I guess first off, has it come up in conversations with you? Uh, do people bring Roth conversions to you quite a bit? Or is this something you're more active on when you're talking with clients about it, where you kind of bring it up to them and present it to them? You know, it's trending toward people bringing it up. Uh, okay. It used to be before me bringing it up the last few years, but I just think it's a, a topic that is more mainstream. It's more in the media. Other advisors are talking about it. Uh, we host uh, workshops on it, not maybe not specifically for Roth conversions, but how do we get as, as tax efficient as we can over time in our retirement. So it's definitely trended toward clients or people that we do meet with who are not clients, at least bringing it up saying, hey, should we do Roth conversions? Again, five years ago, you would have very rarely heard that. Okay. So explain what a Roth conversion is for somebody that maybe has heard it or doesn't know exactly what 
a Roth conversion is. Explain that and then kind of why it's worth considering. Yeah, sure. Roth conversions are basically taking money from a qualified account, which qualified means um, like a pre-tax retirement account. So that could be a traditional IRA or a rollover IRA that hasn't been taxed yet. So maybe you, it's an old 401k that you rolled over to an IRA and it's sitting in that pre-tax bucket of money. And over time, you can take money out of that cookie jar, if you will, and put it into the Roth cookie jar. So you take that amount of money out and you are you are not subject to the 10% penalty if you are under the age of 59 and a half. So Roth conversions have no age discrimination whatsoever. So you can take that money out. Obviously, you don't take that money home and put it in your checking account. You put it directly into a Roth. We still have to pay the tax bill. You know, the IRS is still going to get their tax money, whether it's now or later. That's the biggest thing is we're never going to avoid uh, having to pay tax on that money. So if we take out Again, an easy example, if we take out $10,000 out of our IRA, put it into our Roth, we are just responsible for the tax bill on that $10,000. So depending on what federal tax rate you're in, depending on what state you're in, or if you have a state income tax, you may not have any uh, taxes to owe at the state level. So depending on your tax rate, you'll pay tax on that amount of money. So once that $10,000 is in the Roth, you're paid up with the IRS. Now that 10 grand will continue to grow tax-free for the rest of your life. Now the key, there's several keys, but one big key of doing a Roth conversion to really, for it to make sense is to pay the tax bill, not out of the money that's going from the IRA to the Roth. You want the you want the whole dollar amount going into the Roth. You just want to be able to write a check, if you will, to the IRS and pay the tax bill that way. That way that $10,000 is in the Roth and it's growing tax deferred and tax free for the rest of your life. Okay, good. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, you, you want to pay the taxes now rather than waiting down the road. So that's kind of the the basic behind it. So let's kind of talk some little bit of strategy maybe here with it. What about high income earners? Is this especially helpful for high income earners? That's an excellent question because again, we we still, I don't know if brainwash is the right word, but we've been told for decades and decades and decades that, oh, I'm going to be in a lower tax bracket when I get to retirement. And that may be the case. It definitely still happens. But the general trend is, and again, I want to speak for everybody, but the general trend of people I've sat down with is they're either in the same tax bracket. If they are in a lower tax bracket, it is the difference is very, very small, or they're even in a higher tax bracket when they get to retirement, just because our tax rates are the lowest they've been in in decades. And so when 401ks were created in the late 70s and actually implemented in the early 80s, the highest highest tax rates were in the 60s and 70s. Well, that's a no-brainer. Yeah, there's a pretty darn good chance I am going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement in that scenario. So it's get the tax deduction for the current year if you're in a really high tax bracket and take it out later when you're in a lower tax bracket. Well, that's kind of been flipped on its head a little bit. And now people are putting it in, even if they are in the highest tax bracket, they're, you know, they're in the mid-30s, 37%. So 37%, when you look at the history of our country, it's still pretty darn low. So the biggest thing with high income earners is, okay, you know, the 37% tax bracket, yes, it's the highest that we have, but 
Will they be in a lower tax bracket later? If they've been saving a lot of money, well, probably not. Uh, but it just depends on how much they've saved. But also, too, uh, it's, it's hard to beat that tax-free growth that you're going to get forever. No matter if you are in the same tax bracket, okay, you had a income while you were working to pay the tax bill as opposed to paying the tax bill when you're in retirement where you may not have any income coming in. You're having to pull it off your investment. So, um, I do get that question a lot, but I think high income earners have a, a huge window of opportunity anyways, because the biggest question is where are tax rates going to go? That That's the biggest thing with high income mm. earners is where is it going to go? And I usually ask people that. I, I don't have a crystal ball, but I tell people, where do you think tax rates are going to go? Do you think you're going to still be in a 30 or 7% tax bracket in five years, 10 years? Well, we do know that the tax rates are going to go up in 2026. That's already it's already stated it's going to go up back to the old tax uh, brackets in 2017. So that's going to happen. You, that 37% tax bracket is going to be in a higher tax bracket. But, you know, in five years from now, whether whatever happens in the election this year, no matter what happens this year, there's going to be a different president. There's going to be a lot of new elected officials. And where are tax rates going to go? I don't know. I know them right now. So I might as well prepare my clients and the people I meet with with what we know now and how can we get more tax efficient now. And then we don't have to worry about where tax rates are going to go later. Yeah, it always blows my mind when I hear how how high tax rates used to be. And, you know, maybe people that are approaching retirement or just into retirement might, you know, have experience with higher rates. But I know some of the younger people maybe that you work with, I think those rates are, are crazy to think about. And I don't think anybody that you listen to or read or hear is saying the taxes are going to continue going down. I think anybody says, hey, you got it great right now. Just take advantage of it and plan for something higher. So it sounds like this is a great idea. And it seems like a no brainer in a lot of ways, but there has to be some common mistakes that are made with Ross conversions. It can't just all be, you know, roses and an easy uh, process and a great strategy to use. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, it's when we do Roth conversions, we definitely get uh, the the person CPA involved because, you know, we have some tax planning software that can take them, you know, we can plan and say, hey, if we do convert, you know, this amount of money over to the Roth, okay, here's your here's your estimated tax bill. And if they say, okay, that looks good. All right, let's run it by our CPA. Because again, we're not CPAs, but we know the tax code enough to how to uh, how to navigate it. But we want to kind of get the stamp of approval, if you will, from that CPA. So we want to make sure it's done correctly. You don't want to just haphazardly just take huge, large chunks of money from your IRA and dump it into your Roth. Again, we have to know what that tax bill is going to be because if there's one entity we don't want to get behind on or in trouble with, it's the IRS. So you want to make sure that you can pay that tax bill. But also two, let's say you're in a certain tax bracket. Let's say you're in the 24% tax bracket and you want to do a Roth conversion. Well, you want to strategically convert. If you don't want to jump to a higher tax bracket, you need to know how much margin or wiggle room you have in the current tax bracket that you're in. So if you if you convert too much and it spills you over into the other tax bracket, well, you're just paying that much more on every dollar that you do convert. So we want to make sure it's done strategically and again, not not give you a higher tax bill than you weren't expecting. But also too, and again, here's another thing I, I don't know where the future holds, but right now the standard deduction for people who file their taxes and just use the standard deduction 
it's rather large. I mean, it's it's over 24,000 if you're married filing jointly. So that's why I tell people if the standard deduction stays what it is, you don't have to move all your money to the Roth bucket because you can take money out of your IRA in retirement and the first 24,000 plus is going to be tax-free anyway because it's the standard deduction. Now, anything over that, that's where, again, we start falling into the marginal tax rate. But again, I don't want to get caught up in the weeds with it, but you just want to be careful with how much you are putting into the Roth. But like you mentioned it before, Ben, the SECURE Act. Again, there's another layer that okay, that stretch IRA is gone now. Well, if that money's in the Roth bucket, then the stretch IRA or the inherited IRA in that 10-year window, it doesn't apply anymore because that Roth money is uh, passed on so much more tax efficient to your beneficiaries. Well, I know everybody's situation is different. I mean, that's that's clear and that's something we always try to make a point. You know, Everything we talk about may be great for you, may not be. It depends on your situation. That's why you talk to somebody like Ryan, an advisor, to work through those things. But just kind of generally speaking, give me an example of a person that would really benefit from a Roth conversion than maybe somebody that maybe shouldn't do a Roth conversion. Yeah. So, yeah, oh gosh, there's 10 million different examples of this potentially. But what I like to educate people too with money that we take out in retirement, again, Roth money that we take as income is not taxed. As the tax code is written today, Roth money is tax-free. We take it out tax-free. But what I like to educate people in doing also, but if we don't, if the money that we take out of IRA money that hasn't been taxed yet, well, that's obviously taxable income in retirement, which affects how much of our Social Security benefit that we do get to keep. So, and that may be very common knowledge for some people, but I've had people that come in here and go, wait a minute, I pay tax on my Social Security benefit in retirement as well. Well, it depends. But the way it's tiered right now, yes, if your income is over a certain level, then you're going to pay either up to 50% of your benefit at your tax rate or as high as 85% of your marginal tax rate. So, it's a place where you want to be very conscious of, okay, maybe I can't take all my IRA money and put it into the Roth bucket, but let's don't have too much in there because it's going to affect our social security tax as well. And again, that's obviously social security is a a hot topic as well, but that's something that's going to pay out the rest of your life. So if we can keep more in our back pocket from uncle Sam with that social security benefit, then it's great. So a person where it may not be a good fit for, uh, you know, that's just so, there's so many nuances with that. So it's hard to give an exact example. It's just such a case by case basis. Uh, I'm just very biased toward the Roth. So I, I almost feel like almost everyone can benefit from doing some of this, whether it's conversions or contributions. And that's where some people get confused. There's a conversion amount and then there's contributions. So your conversion dollar amount does not affect how much you can contribute to it. So you can still contribute to a Roth and you can do conversions on top of that. So Again, just because I don't know where tax rates are going to be one day, I know them right now. So how can I take as much advantage of the tax code now and not be at the mercy of what elected officials do later? 
Well, a lot of great information on Roth conversions. Uh, I definitely learned uh, some things during this conversation. But look, there's still a lot more you can talk about with Ryan. Uh, remember, he is a Dave Ramsey Smart Investor Pro and is happy to sit down and, and help you coach you through this conversation and any other retirement decisions you might have. So uh, connect with him online, blackoakam.com. Also, you can give him a call at the office, 470 508 0508. I know there's a lot to talk about with this, Ryan, and uh, I encourage people, and I know you do, if anybody has questions about Roth conversions beyond what we talked about, to reach out to you. You're happy to help them. Absolutely. I mean, we just touched the tip of the iceberg on it, but I, just to kind of close up on it, I mean, I, I use the analogy a lot. Would you rather pay tax on the seed or tax on the harvest? We're going to pay it. It's just, where do you want to pay it? Well, I'd much rather pay tax on the seed and collect the harvest as opposed to the other way around. Yeah, I think most people would. So that's a great analogy. It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Well, let's wrap things up with a mailbag question. We got time for one before we close out this show. And this one comes in from Miles in Buford, who uh, writes, Ryan, I worked with a couple of different financial advisors over the years, and I like them both. Do I need to pick just one or the other, or is it okay to work with a couple different people? Uh, my personal opinion, it, it boils down a lot to the individual, but when people come meet with us, and this has happened over time with us, but we are 100%, you either either all with us or zero with us. And, and it's not it's not a selfish thing. Um, it's just, I think it does an injustice to the individual. So in Miles' case, you're probably going to have two different people telling you two different things. So, you know, one advisor may say, oh, you need to take it out of this account. That's with the other advisor and then vice versa. And then you're almost getting conflicting information. So, I mean, we've turned down people when they said, no, I want to see how you do. And then that's basically someone who's chasing returns. Okay. And, and one advisor may do have better returns the next year and vice versa, but it does a disservice to the client first and foremost. But again, we want to be 100% of control of, of what they're doing because if we're not, then the plan that we put together is not going to be executed efficiently. So as a fiduciary, that's not in their best interest to do so. So again, we've we've had to turn people away because they wanted, wanted to do that. And, and I, I get it. Some people say, oh, I want to diversify amongst advisors. Well, I just... My personal opinion is I, I 100% disagree with that. So I think it does the client a disservice or a prospect a disservice uh, when you do that because more, more than likely you're going to get conflicting information between the two. So our philosophy is keep it 100% with that advisor. So if you 100% trust that advisor, why would you want to go with somebody else? Yeah. That doesn't make any sense. So to me, Miles maybe doesn't have 100% trust in either of them, and he's trying to figure out which one is better. And so it just causes confusion for Miles uh, in the long run. Thanks, Ryan. And thank you, Miles, for the question. Hopefully that helps you. If you have a question for Ryan in the podcast, uh, please send it to us. Uh, blackoakam.com is the website to connect. Uh, also, while you're there, Ryan mentioned earlier he had his uh, workshops always ongoing. Had one recently, uh, which they did cover some Roth conversion stuff. So if you ever are interested in, in being involved in those uh, education seminars and workshops, you can always find the information for that online at blackoakam.com. And while you're there, you can also schedule your retirement coach 360 session online as well to discuss Roth conversions or whatever else 
is on your mind. So let's close it out on that note, Ryan. Uh, a great conversation, and uh, I, I always am curious about Roth conversions. I know it's been so popular. So thanks for kind of sorting through that a little bit and really diving into it with us. Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully it didn't get too much in the in the weeds there and get too confusing. But uh, tried to stay high level. But at least maybe it's it kind of gets the wheels turning for a lot of people out there that are kind of curious about it. Yeah, no doubt. We uh, will close it out on that note. Remember, hit subscribe. We have a uh, a good show coming up next on retirement goals. So uh, if you uh, need some help setting those and making plans, uh, you'll want to hear the next episode. So hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. We are on all the different podcast players. You'll find us there. So for Ryan, I am Ben. Thanks for listening to Perfect Game Retirement. We'll talk to you on the next episode. The Perfect Game Retirement Podcast is brought to you by Black Oak Asset Management, serving the greater Atlanta area with offices in Alpharetta, Cartersville, and Macon. The show is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe to the show on your favorite app today and never miss an episode. Just search for Perfect Game Retirement to find us. You can also visit blackoakam.com to listen to past episodes, to contact Ryan Ledden, and to learn more about how to pitch a perfect game in retirement. Information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Please consult with a qualified professional before taking any action. Securities and registered investment advisory services offered through Silver Oak Securities, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. Black Oak Asset Management and Silver Oak Securities, Inc. are not affiliated.